Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tell Your Story. I'm your host, Todd Nesloni, and each week I look to bring you a different guest who has inspired, encouraged, or challenged me in one way or another and bring them on to share some of their story in hopes that it inspires you to tell some of yours. I'm so excited today to talk with Matea Washington. Matea, thank you for being here. Kind of tell everybody who you are. I am Matea Washington, and Todd, thank you so much for having me. Um, I am owner of Matea Ashley, and it is literally a coaching business to empower people and let people know that they are turning their pain into purpose, literally turning their pain into purpose, and letting people know that they're made on purpose. I'm an educator for seven, seven years in the school district, and I did four years prior to that uh, private. And I teach second grade, and I'm a mother of two boys, and they are my everything. I love it. Well, I've got so much to talk with you about today, but I'll always start with the same question when we start out with, and that is, you know, as little kids, we dream of what we're going to be when we get older. So when you reflect back on when you were little and dreaming, does it align at all with what you're doing now? Okay. I was in, if I'm going to be honest with you, when I <laughs> went in kindergarten, I said, I want to be a waitress. <laughs> and that was because I saw the money that my mom and dad would leave on the table. And I was like, they're rich. They get all this money. That changed really quick. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I did want to be an educator. I started, I wanted to be a teacher, I think fifth grade. It was my fifth grade teacher and he changed my life. And it was literally something that I said I was going to do. But I was the kid that was always in trouble. And the class clown. So I don't know how I became one. <laughs> I'm like, it's, I love it. It's, it's I, I truly love education. And I'm just, I'm blessed to be able to be a part of it. Now, you said you were teaching second grade now. So have you always been drawn to the elementary age or how did that happen? I taught kinder for a long time. Kinder has my heart. Kindergarten mm -hmm. is my baby. But second grade is a sweet spot. It yeah. is the best thing ever. I love elementary, though. I probably would never do middle school because that age <laughs> is not me. Right. But I probably would do high school. I would try high school, but I would have to get a little bit more mature. Yeah. Well, I you think know, I'm too much. I, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, so I can totally relate to that. But you also mentioned, you know, you've got your own uh, little business as well. How did that come to be? That came to be literally, I was sitting on it for a while and I was just talking, talking, talking to God about it. And I said, there's something that I can do to help other people. Like, and I got my master's in psychology two years ago, 2018. And I literally was sitting there like mental health is something I'm so huge into. And I was like, there's so many people out here that are struggling in silence right. and doesn't, and people don't feel like they have anybody that they feel like they're alone. So that was my main thing is like, Matea Ashley is here to help people learn their self-worth, learn who they are, empower them, help them through transitions, deal with the here and now, help them self set attainable goals and just kill it. Yeah. So I just really want to be somebody's cheerleader. And I was like, I'm that hype person. I'm that wing woman. When we go somewhere, I'm like, yes, take one for the team. I got you. I'm here. So that was my reason why for Matea Ashley. It literally was, I just want to, I want really to help other people. You know, I, what everything you said there resonates with me so deeply because I feel like that's kind of like my mission purpose as well. So I love hearing you and I can, I can feel your passion about it as you talk about it as well. So I'd love to know, you know, since really pursuing that, is there one example that really sticks out with you of something happening or your connection with someone that you were like, yep, 
things like this are exactly why I know I should be doing this work. It is literally has been, I think it's nothing but the timing. Mm -hmm. Like you said, doing the work and just serving, 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 giving people tips, helping people like, I guess, just being myself and telling my story. It's when I get a message or somebody adds me or somebody just privately messaged me and says, because of your story, Matea, and you being authentic, like let your light shine and like continue to do this. And how can and like literally what I said in one post made their day. And I had one person tell me because of you, I didn't give up. Right. And I was like, wow, this is what this is the feeling like. It's not about pay. It's not about anything. But having someone know that they're not alone and that I'm here to talk to yeah. and keep encouraging them. That made me feel like that's what my cup feels for. Well, you know, I, I love following you on Instagram because I feel like you're such a positive yet vulnerable and honest voice like i we've never actually hung out in real life but i feel like there's so many elements of you that i've got to know just by your vulnerability and honesty and that's what drew me to want to interview you for this and so i've got to know you know ha has that always been part of your personality to be brave enough to share pieces of yourself or was that something you had to grow into I will be honest with you, Todd. I literally always been the outspoken friend, the one that's always loud. Like that's just who I am. And I'm very, I guess I'm, I'm very extroverted. I, yeah. I guess I can say that. But the thing is to be vulnerable has been something that I struggle with. I can be real with people. Yeah. But the vulnerability part of like your dark moments, that was something that through therapy and so forth, of just going through like even my master's, just seeing that, that's something I need to do because I always thought it was weak. Yeah. I was always a strong friend. Like I was the friend that would tell and keep it real, but people come to me because they saw me as strong. She's a single mom. Mm -hmm. has been through so much. She's going to get through it. But me being vulnerable and telling people the darkest moments, that was something I struggled with a lot. Yeah. I, I can totally relate to that. Well, you know, you've mentioned that you're a single mom and, you know, you've got this career and you're pursuing this other dreams. And so one thing that I love to ask in some of these episodes is how do you maintain a balance that you're comfortable with? Because I know none of us perfect balance ever. And I know some days are better than others. And, and we all kind of like, we get to a point where we find what works for us. <laughs> and so how do you kind of, work it out for you literally it's I, I have to set time i have to set my mm -hmm. schedule up like in my clarity walks are something that i really i'm really big in and it's even if it's 30 minutes even if it's not like even i can do 15 and i'm happy it's just for me to walk and clear my head and the thing is there's days like you said balance is is not there i might be doing it pitch black at night when i really don't want to because i really want to be out there in the sun but I still make sure that I go out there and do it because I learned, like you said, not being able to take care of myself. I can't take care of my boys like that. Right. Well, you know, Matea, you, you talk about being outspoken and extroverted and everything like that. And I know sometimes for extroverted people, it can lead to this false identity that you are always so secure in who you are and, and doubt never is an issue. But I know for all of us, we all struggle with doubt or comparison at some point. And so what do you do to keep doubt at bay? Because that imposter syndrome is real. Mm -hmm. And self-doubt and negative self-talk is something that I've had to deal with a lot. Like, 
And a lot of people be like, Matea, like you said, we're very much so outspoken and they think, oh yeah, everything's great. But I'm like, ugh, sometimes I don't think I can do it. Yeah. And I also too, I had to be aware of myself and the times that that does happen when self-doubt does kick in, I have to stop and think about what I've overcame, mm -hmm. what I've been through and who I am today, because I don't believe I came this far just to come this far. Yeah. So um, that's a lot of times that I sit there and I doubt myself and I'm like, but I've done this, this and this. So who's to say I can't do this? Mm -hmm. That that's something I have to say affir affirmations daily. Yeah. Is that I'm capable and I'm worthy of mm -hmm. the success in my life. I'm enough. Yeah. Literally. I love that. And those positive daily affirmations that we repeat to ourselves are so important. Well, you know, Matea, I believe that there are so many pieces of our story that that are so instrumental into creating the people we are today. So when you reflect on your journey and all the little pieces that, that came into play, what's one that stands out to you that you're like, you know, this was really instrumental in creating the woman we see today? I believe now my sobriety. Mm -hmm would be it. Yeah. Because regardless of the fact that even if I was drinking or whatnot, I was yeah. still Matea. I was still having a great time. But being who I am and dealing with my stuff, my mental illnesses without numbing it right. with a, a glass of wine or a drink, I think that's who that's that's helped me become who I am today. It's literally it shaped this woman. It's made me stronger and I'm excited for what's to come with this woman because I think I, I always tell myself I'll choose her over anybody. Yeah. I love that. Well, you know, I was, and what I love is, is that you are brave enough to, and I saw on your Instagram story today, you shared how many days sober you are. And I love that because, you know, I, I haven't had, the type of, of alcohol or drug or, or any other kind of addiction where I can celebrate those kind of days. But anytime I see someone who's gone through the struggle and they are out there and whatever number they put out there, even when it's a one day sober, I just get this feeling where I'm like, I want to go and, and shake them and say, yes, yes. And so I, I saw that today and I just got so pumped. And I know it's probably so silly for people to hear that and be like, but you don't even like, what does this even matter to you? And I'm like, I don't even know why it matters to me, but it's just so exciting because I know if you were brave enough to put it out there, that's because it meant something to you. And that's what makes it exciting for me because it's like, yes, let's celebrate it. And so I love that you put that out there. Thank you, Todd. That means the world. Literally, that means the world. Because the thing is, when that sobriety hit, that one day when I first said to do it, mm -hmm. and then when that 10 day came and I was like, I'm going to celebrate every small win, yeah. even if it's not years. I'm celebrating my milestones. I was like five and no, baby, 50 days. I'm in here and I'm just, and I, I'm like, somebody out here is probably thinking like, she put this little bit of number on here, but guess what, baby, that's 50 days for me with no wine. So I appreciate you celebrating me because I need the support. I love it. I need it. It's like having people just in my corner supporting me makes me feel so much better about choosing this every day because yeah. every day I'm paying rent for sobriety. Well, you know, it, it's it's not a fair comparison, but for me, I look at it as every day that I actually get off my butt and work out, I celebrate how many days in a row. And so for me, it's like, I did three days, like that's huge. And so I, that's kind of how I think about it is like, I, if, if that, 
little bit is worth celebrating for me than the struggle to stay sober through everything else going on in life. Bravo. So I, I'm proud and I love, so keep sharing it, please, because it inspires me. But Matea, you know, one question I always love to end all of these conversations on are, I believe there's so many things we hold true to our hearts and are, and are part of who we are. And so if anybody is watching or listening today and they only walk away with one thing, what is your one thing for them? I want them to know that they're enough and that they are made on purpose. I love that. And that's, and literally I, that's just what I want people to know that they are, they are enough. I could talk to you all day long. I have so loved this conversation. Thank you so much, Matea, for being a guest today on Tell Your Story. Thank you for having me, Todd. I know I could talk to you forever. I'm like, this is my new best friend. <laughs> right? Well, thank you everybody for listening or watching another episode of Tell Your Story. Remember, you can check out all the past episodes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever you get your stuff, it's there. I hope today's conversation with Matea has encouraged you to get out there and tell your story because every story 